Hi guys, happy Sunday. I love doing recordings on Sundays. Um, sometimes I pre-record because Sundays are just a really big planning day for me. And most of the time I have my child. So it's hard to like record on Sundays. But I love when I can just bring you what I have on Sundays. Because Sundays is like, I've been to church. I'm a little bit refreshed. I've gotten some rest. Um... It's like a day where I'm probably have been home, not did much. And so I'm really relaxed and I'm and I'm grateful to be in that place to bring you peaceful information. Whatever has happened throughout the week, usually by Sunday, I have settled it in my soul and I am living with it and I'm ready to like start the week over and just be refreshed. So I'm thankful for recording Sundays. Um, if I ever get into the studio... I will probably try to do it on Sundays as well, just because of how I feel on Sundays. So I love Sundays. I love Saturdays too, but I love Sundays for podcasting. Um, as I always tell you, I am Heart's Desire to Heal podcast. My name is Angel L. And the topic today is frustrations of motherhood. I know I've brought you different topics along those lines, um, but today I'm really focusing on those frustrations, what they feel like, and just like a little bit of what I've been going through, um, just lightly, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to tell you all my business, but you know, I owe you to tell you what this walk is like and how I walk it out, um, if that makes sense. Um, Single Mom Chronicles this week is... My daughter, three years old, does not listen to me. And I think I've done a little bit of everything that you can think of to get that in place. And I think it's been like a mix. I, as I said before, I'm not into physical discipline. Um, She may get a little tap on the hand, a little tap on the butt, but for the most part, I'm not giving any whippings. Um... I think timeouts usually work. She knows what they are. She does not like them. And so that has been my my um, discipline of choice. However, I'm just like not comprehending what let her know that she didn't have to listen to her mom. That's where my issue lies. Um, and so I'm just trying to figure that out and like do what needs to be done to, you know, get her to listen. Cause like, I'm your mom. You need to listen to me from now until you're possibly 18. Um, you don't know your own choices. And even when you think you're going to know what's right, probably along 14 to 18, you're not going to know. And so you definitely want to work on your child's listening skills. And so that's my, um, single mom chronicles this week. Um, the scripture for this week is, John 4, 7, beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. And I don't know who has, I hope that I have brought um, this uh, forth on this podcast is that I am not an angry baby mama. I am not someone trying to throw baby daddy under the bus. I am not someone who is living with a bunch of resentments. Um... Sometimes I get sad about certain situations, but for the most part, I'm getting through my, I'm getting through life co- cohesively co-parenting as best as I can under any circumstances right now. And so I try my best to live by 
like moving in love as best as I can. Not to say that I don't get angry. Not to say that I don't curse under my breath. Yes, I am human. Um, but for the most part, I try to put the best foot forward in situations. I hear my baby mama say crazy, crazy things like, you know, like simple things like, you know, when they send their child to baby daddy's house, sometimes maybe the child doesn't come back with the clothes that they sent and people have, you know, um, sent the child with no clothes. I've even had friends tell me to send the child with no clothes and blah, blah, blah. However, and I had this discussion with another mom yesterday, doing those things, if that's how you choose to maneuver, that's great. Yes, you are getting your point across. You are letting it be known that you are the boss in town and nobody should cross you. However, I don't know in the biggest sphere of things because we have to co-parent for 21 plus years, how that's going to work out when every every situation is dealt with retaliation. Sometimes situations don't need to be dealt with with retaliations. Um, some moms are not taking the M- Michelle Obama route of going high and not going low. Um, I'm, I'm going high because <laughs> I think that from the very beginning I've gone high and a lot of things have worked in my favor because I've gone high. And so I, that that's my point in, in this scripture. So single mom motherhood frustrations. As I said today on um, Single Mom Chronicles, kids not listening. That is frustrating when you are a single mother, especially a mom who, like I said, lives alone, may not have a lot of access to family, may not have a new husband yet, may not have complete support. Dealing with behavior issues with your child can be extremely problematic and, and and cause huge frustration. And so you want to be cognizant of that and know that if you're frustrated, if you find yourself screaming on your child a lot more because of it, it may be because of those behavior issues. And then we're gonna address that a little later, but just dealing with that can be a little bit frustrating. Like sometimes I find myself just wanting to throw in the towel with my with my daughter because of the fact that she's not listening. Like I'm like, yo, I can't do this. Like I need a man now. I need, uh, like I'm not doing this single motherhood thing anymore because it's just like, it's hard when your children aren't listening. And mothers out there, let me know how you feel. Hit me on my Instagram. If you have children that have problematic behavior, some mothers have children that, you know, I'll go a step beyond that, may have children that have ADHD, may have children that have defiance disorders. How are you coping with that? What, what kind of frustration that must be? Um, you might be having money issues. You might be the only person financially contributing to your child. And that is not only is it problematic, but it is frustrating because, you know, as a whole human being, we, we have needs as well. And even though we are selflessly giving to our children, having to consistently give to your children and not have other financial support could become extremely mind boggling. It could be hell on the soul because every paycheck, every money that comes in, you have to factor in all aspects of this human as well as you have to factor in all your all your all your factors. Because let's be honest, if we were factoring in half of what the child needs, half of what um 
we need and we had that other co-parent contributing or other supports how easy that might be like let's say school was being paid for by someone else or um clothes is being supplied by someone else and all you have to think about is what you're going to do um in the larger sense and so with that being said if you're dealing with that that could be something as a mom that creates a lot of problematic feelings internally um I know a lot of women dealing with that. Let's just be clear, ladies. The financial contributions are always going to be imbalanced, especially if we are the ones that have our children. However, when it is purposely unbalanced or when it is like the other parent is doesn't exist, imagine that feeling. And I can only imagine. Other things. Feeling like you have lost yourself. I have been battling with this one lately amongst other things on this list. Um, because sometimes I feel like I don't know if I'm operating in my true sense of self or, you know, or calling like what I'm supposed to be doing out there. Am I doing it as a human being that wants to live purposeful? I'm not sure if I am living my best life, (laughs) so to speak, because I do have this child 80, 90%. And so it's like, It's hard, you know, because you have goals and you have dreams and you have things that you want to do, but you're like, I don't even know where to begin because I have to think about this person's education, this person's daily life, how they're going to maneuver in the world, what their life is going to look like in the long run. And so those things, um, The next topic that I'm going to talk about is extremely sensitive. I just want to give you a disclaimer. Um, I'm in social services, so I'm not going to blurt out anything. A lot of moms, and they don't admit this, and this goes for Christian moms, non-Christian moms, whatever type of mom you are, sometimes maybe dealing with suicidal feelings, um, depression, um, feeling like they want to give up. And it's something that's not talked about. And I think, especially in the black community, and I remember sitting in a seminar and I stated this because I felt like this. In the black community, black women are expected to be strong. Black women, we deal with so much mayhem coming from the black men that we coexist with in society that are dealing with their own demons, dealing with racists that are threatened by our black womenhood, dealing with the negative messages that come across in society. And so just dealing with all those things, it's enough to like sink you, sink you, sink you, sink you. And a lot of people don't admit it that they have sunk. And so depression could be a big, big, big thing Mm -hmm. in being a mother, you know, and being just held to the standard of being perfect, being strong, and then feeling like I'm not doing this perfectly. I'm not feeding my kids healthy meals every day. I'm not thinking positive thoughts about our future. I'm I'm totally failing at this. And because I may feel like I'm failing at this, I feel like I'm failing at life. I don't know me. I don't know how to get back to me. And so therefore, I don't even know what my purpose on this earth is. And I want to take my own life. And for those people, if you are listening and that is you, know that there are suicide hotlines. I just spoke to someone yesterday that 
encouraged um, me as a mom and just told me a little bit of their story and just dealing with suicidal feelings and how they were able to call a hotline and they were able to get the help that they needed right away. So, so I'm grateful for services. I am a services person as well. And so I'm grateful for those amazing services that are out there that can encourage people and get you on the right track. Um, those of you that don't know, I was in the media industry for a long time. And one of the things I struggled with was feeling, feeling like I was really contributing to society and the betterment of society. And I did not feel like that. And that's why I got out of that industry. I used to also be a celebrity blogger. I got out of that industry. And so the reason why I'm in social services is because I do feel like I am making a difference in someone's life every day. When I did domestic violence work last year, and right now I'm working with kids, but when I did domestic violence work last year, it was very interesting to hear how much domestic violence affected the mental health of women. And so it would not be surprising to hear that single moms who may or may not be involved in domestic violence may have mental health issues that that happen due to incurring this big responsibility and sometimes not really knowing how to navigate around it. Um, and so in talking about suicide, let's talk about baby daddies and, 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 and relationships with baby daddies. A lot of relationships with baby daddies from a lot of moms I hear is either a pain in the side or a great situation. And if you are one of the ones that are challenged with having a challenging dynamic with your baby father, that can also be very frustrating as a mom because not only do we need all the help we can get, but let's just say, for instance, you're being disrespected or you're not being acknowledged or the work that you're putting into this child is not being fortified by this other person who helped you bring this little human into this on this earth. That can be very troublesome because it's like, it's just like, Okay, on top of everything else that I have to deal with with this child, not to have the support of baby daddy sometimes is the worst thing. And I've heard I've heard a mill of things. I've heard people who are all the way abused um, when I did domestic violence work, literally being hit, pushed, um, you know, anything you can think of verbally abused, emotionally abused, financially abused. And so imagine that frustration as a single mom and just dealing with that on a daily basis, what that could do to someone's um, well-being. Self-doubt. And I think self-doubt could be encompassed in all of these things because when you have self-doubt, um, it could be because it could be because your kids have behavior problems and you don't know how to manage them. It could be because you have money issues and you don't know how you're going to get out of that hole. You have rent, you have kids uniforms, you have kids lunch, you have kids daily needs. Um, you may be dealing with self-doubt because of your depressed suicidal feelings. You may be dealing with self-doubt because you're still in love with baby daddy and he's not, he's not where you want your relationship to be. And so you're doubting yourself as a, as a woman and you're doubting yourself as a mother. Um, you're doubting yourself because you're single and the singleness part is, is a huge thing because it's like, I think I could speak for 
most baby mothers, they want to move into a healthy relationship one day where they are acknowledged, they are loved, they feel secure, and they are supported. And for me, it's been very difficult to navigate because of the fact that I I have a, I'm, you know, because of the field that I am with children, um, I do hear a lot of things with step parents and, you know, other people living in the home that may not be immediate family members. And so I am dealing with my own thing with figuring out how I would navigate a new person in my home, in my life, someone raising my daughter, someone disciplining my daughter, someone doing the things that I would need to be done in, 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 in a two-parent home if I did have another partner. I'm not so sure that I would be ready for that. I'm not so sure that I would not be. It's a lot. And so just dealing with those frustrations and how to navigate them is always, always my daily struggle. And I think for other moms, their daily struggle as well. I am working on um, bringing in some guest host. Um, I'm working on that for March. I am hoping, hoping and praying that I will have that person by the time I do my live podcast um, on March 27th, which will be my birthday. Um, Yes, I'm doing a live podcast. So you guys will get to hear my podcast on live um, and hopefully enjoy it, you know, hopefully see my face and put a, a, a brand to all this stuff that I be talking about. Um, so resolutions, as I stated before, from the beginning, when I first started doing this podcast, therapy, 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 therapy. For those of you that are Christian, it is not enough to pray. Some things you need to hash out. Some things you need a doctor. And if you do not have the time, because I was there where I did not have the time for getting therapy, there are therapy services over the phone. There are therapy services over text. Um, if you live in New York, you can do 311. Um, if you happen to know how to use a computer and you have Google, there's something in New York called height.com or height.org where you can like punch in where you live and there's a list of services that you can find in your immediate neighborhood. For other states, I think that you can find out your information through your local 311. Um, Most jobs facilitate you getting therapy through whatever um, HR department that they have. Your local church is an outlet for therapy. So the goal, more of the story is get some, get yourself some therapy. Um, set goals, set goals. Um, one of my goals this year is to continue to work on my credit, um, to move into a new place, if not out of state. Um, also to, um, just be more financially aware, save more and just, you know, delving into my gifts and talents that are purpose-driven and that are going to help other people. That was one of the goals that I set out for the new year. And I feel like with this podcast, I've begun doing it. Um, The podcast is um, slowly moving, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the three, six listeners that, that listen every week. If that's, if that's the, if that's who receives from it. And so again, thank you guys for that. 
Um, but definitely setting your goals and not just setting big goals too. Every week I set little goals. Okay. My little goal this week is to clean up my apartment, right? Um, I, I'm going to take a day off this week to just clean my apartment and get things together. Your little goal this week might be to open up your mail. Your little goal this week might be to get your nails done. I am going to start polishing my nails, doing a lot more things for self-care. And in self-care, I've also started in, in, in exploring um, yoga and meditation. Meditation is difficult for me because my mind is just like a flurry of thoughts and ideas. And I'm always like mentally all over the place, I feel. But I have been doing yoga and yoga has just been so good. It is so juicy, guys. I feel like it is, it's, it's got to be illegal because it's so good. Um, some of you guys may want to explore it. You can always go on YouTube. There are tons, 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 tons of yoga videos that are for like mindfulness and peace and stress. Like I found yoga for sleeplessness, like anything you can think of, I found yoga for it. And I just feel like it's really good for the spirit. It's really good for the mind. It centers you. It's that thing that you can do anywhere. It's that thing that I do now when my daughter falls asleep. Um, I still haven't started a workout plan, but God willing, I am starting February 27th. I decided I'm going to give myself a month to get my little stomach in shape, to get my little body in shape Us on top of doing yoga. I'm going to do a month. And if I feel, because this is what usually happens anyway, I'll start a workout program and I'll be like, listen, I'm only doing this for the month, but your brain activates, something activates with working out that is just like, I can't, exp- I can't explain it, but then you'll start feeling like, nah, I want to do this more. And so I'm hoping that putting that goal forth of like, I'm going to work out for the month will allow me to work out into the summer. I'm not putting any pressure on myself. I'm not this new workout buff, but what I'm going to do is start using little YouTube videos. I'm going to get me my little workout outfit. I'm going to get me my little, um, I might, I might get some dumbbells and I might get like a yoga mat just to start my little workout plan. That's my goal. That's a new goal. That just happened. So I'm happy for that, that I'm there. Um, Again, start focusing on your self-care. Focus on feeling good. Um, A lot of times depression, um, stressing out is really, really, um, it's really taxing on our body, on our spirit. And so if you can find a way to, meditate, to work out, to do those things that make you feel good, polishing your nails, getting your eyebrows done, getting your hair done. It would be amazing for you. And so those are the things that I feel like will help with motherhood and frustrations and just kind of like battling those things and go out with your friends. Yesterday, I didn't, I went to try on dresses for a wedding that I'm going to be in in the summer. And I happened to go out with a friend that I knew from college and I had a wonderful time. We went to Harlem, we sat and we laughed and we just cut up with some friends. And then um, just being around a lot of women, you know what I mean? Just was great for me to just kind of like feel encouraged and and, and feel good about myself. So um, I am admonishing you to get out there, go out, feel good about yourself. And don't just don't get stuck in those frustrations. We are going to have our kids forever, God willing. And so 
it, it doesn't pay to stay in a frustrating space or mode. It doesn't pay to continue to bury yourself in these problems. Try as best as you can if you are a mom dealing with depression to kind of like use some of the things that I have talked about, even if it's like one little goal of like, I promise to take a five minute walk tomorrow. I promise to, on my lunch break, to move away from my desk and do something for me. Okay. So that's my podcast for today. Um, the affirmation for today is I am enough. I have enough and I do enough. So you are enough. You have enough. We're ki- Our kids are going to get taken care of because we're the bomb moms, right? And we do enough. We cook enough. We wash clothes. I woke up at nine o'clock this morning. I didn't been to church. I didn't wash clothes. I cooked. I made me some crab legs. So like I did all that and I still can get prepared tonight for my daughter. You know, I have a plan in in place of what we're going to do tomorrow with each other because we have a, we have some time off. And so you you got this. I got this. Y'all got this. So keep doing it. Um, I want to give out some quick shout outs, as I always promise. If you leave a comment on my Instagram page, Hearts Desire to Heal, I will shout you out. And the shout out goes to E-Serve. He's a Christian rapper. Uh, Brio, New York, Caldwell Family Lawyers. Thank you. Thank you for leaving a comment. Thank you for waving. I hope you're not only leaving these comments, that you're also listening to these podcasts. And I'm thankful to you. Tell your friends, um, repost um, anything that I post. I don't mind. Um, if you have any questions, my email is Heart's Desire to Heal. I am on most podcasting sites. I'm I'm not sure if I'm on Spotify. I'm not sure if I'm on Pandora yet, but I know that I'm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. I am on iTunes. I am on, um, what else? Stitcher. So all those podcasts, you can find me. So there's no excuse why you shouldn't be listening. And that that goes to my friends too, because I don't think y'all be listening. Y'all need to listen. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in with me. As I always promise, I I want to make these podcasts short. I know you are busy. No one wants to sit and listen to it. I mean, no disrespect. I mean, because there are podcasts that are long and I'm grateful for them. But I just feel like I want to get you the information and I want you to stop listening. Like, I want you to do what you have to do. And don't get me wrong, because like Baby Mama, Save Baby Mama, she has podcasts that are like an hour and a half long and I stay for the full hour. Amanda Seals has podcasts for two hours and I listen. So I'm just saying like, this is my thing. I don't know what I would say to you more than 30 minutes. I think in March, I am going to do an hour podcast. Again, I feel like once you start doing like our podcast, you do have to have guest hosts and you do start probably going off into your own tangent sometimes, but that's cool. But that's not the aim of my podcast. And so again, thank you for listening. Um, grateful for you guys. Have a happy, 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 happy Sunday and enjoy life. Bye, bomb moms.